Welcome to another edition of Talking with Friends. We are glad to be back with you today on Friday, November the 20th. I am Friends University Sports Information Director, Levi Converse. And I am his assistant, SID Morgan Raspberry. And we are with you just a few days ahead of Thanksgiving, Morgan. We're officially into the holiday season. We really and truly are. And, I mean, speaking of Thanksgiving, are you ready for some turkey? I think so. I think so. Um, but you know what? We may be switching up a little bit this year. Oh, really? At least at my mom and dad's house. We may be having roast instead of turkey. Interesting. Possibly. I talked to my mom last night. We may be having roast. So I'm kind of excited about that. So but is that now going to be a controversial topic? I, it might roast be. Roast or turkey? It might be. <laughs> that may give us. If you didn't have one, that may give us one, actually. That might be fun. <laughs> yeah, that might be fun. But we kind of mix it up on the holidays. Like for Christmas, sometimes we'll have a... Um, like tacos and burritos and enchiladas interesting and stuff instead we of your traditional always ham. our traditional uh christmas dinner slash lunch that we always do so we always go over to my great-grandmother's house my nanny's and she makes homemade spaghetti wow oh my goodness is it ever amazing that just it's, sounds good it's that my mom's good, favorite it's our favorite i've helped her almost every single year last year i wasn't able to but for sure the year before we always used to go over and help her make them and like do the meatballs and all that fun stuff she usually had the sauce already done for us but she did actually give us her recipe for the sauce and for the meatballs and all that stuff and i mean noodles you, you got the noodles <laughs> yeah, yeah that's not hard to do but the rest of it yeah so i'm gonna have to make it one day i'm not sure i'm when but i'll eventually make it one day it actually sounds interesting. I mean, because you don't think about spaghetti being homemade, really. I no, mean, you, you don't. You really think of it like that. You think, like, you've had one spaghetti, you've had all of it. And yeah. really, that's not accurate, really. Yeah, no, it definitely is not like you're, okay, I'm going to pour some ragu in there and uh, <laughs> have yeah. some meat in there. No, like, this is, it definitely tastes different, but it is absolutely amazing. It's probably my favorite spaghetti of all time. It's just absolutely amazing. But that's always ours. For Christmas, Thanksgiving, we have the traditional turkey, ham, all that stuff, you know, and then enormous amounts of desserts. <laughs> I really like, though, yeah. the, the tacos for, for Christmas. I, I really like it when we do that. It's because a lot of times we'll have ham, and I'm down with ham. That's good. But I, I loved, and you can ask anyone our family, my sister, anyone, we love the tacos and enchiladas and burritos for, for Christmas. That's very interesting. I'm going to have to suggest that for this year. Yep, yep. See, see how that goes. I we'll think that's really that. good. That might be like our Christmas Eve dinner, though, yep, <laughs> instead yep. of our Christmas one. Well, actually, we ate it Christmas Eve, I believe. Oh, really? Um, I believe that's when we did, because, yeah, it was, it was Christmas Eve night. Uh, nice. So, oh, it was so good. Yeah, I, I, that becomes a tradition, kind of. That's, that's one I don't want We usually just have a smorgasbord of, yes, a smorgasbord. Um, if yep. you've never heard that term before, now you have. Um, yep. A smorgasbord of just random good stuff you know for usually for christmas eve it's almost like a buffet at my grandmother's house and then yeah the very next day we wake up and she always has pigs in the blankets and we call them dirty eggs it's just basically eggs with grease in it yeah they're so good and i'm not even an egg fan guys like i don't really like the texture of eggs so i'm not a huge egg person but my my grandma's dirty eggs those are pre those are pretty good Hey, if it's good, it don't you can call it whatever you want to call it. I know, right? Yeah, deliciousness. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So we're coming up on Thanksgiving. Uh, hope everybody's ready for the holiday season. Uh, 
We kicked off a little bit of discussion last week, and we'll get to here in a little bit uh, about when is the right time to decorate for Christmas. Uh, we'll share that we asked you all as well. You voted on social media. You gave a pretty strong opinion uh, <laughs> on on it, but we'll get to that here pretty soon. A fun discussion on that, and I, and again, I, as we put on there, it's, if you don't know why, if you don't know why Morgan thinks it's to be November the first. Uh, um, you ought to go back and listen to our podcast, but I'm sure she'll explain it to you again here in a little bit. So, And uh, definitely think about this for the 2020 year, like, as well. I mean, granted, you can think about it for multiple years, but if you're just doing a general idea for, like, f previous years, no, you don't do that. Think about it in the sense of how would you feel about 2020? We're supposed to be in a jolly time, right? We want some merriness to us. We want some jolly times. We want to celebrate Jesus Christ. So we're going to move to Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> move it up. We're not, we're not yeah. speeding up the 2020 year. No, that's not how I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it in the sense of we just want some merry old times. And yeah. who isn't yeah. merry during Christmas? Like even the Grinch, he was merry dear after Christmas like, yep. he was eventually he married it, yep. but he his heart his heart grew yeah so I'm yep. telling y'all yeah you're familiar with the Grinch though you've decorated uh, the Grinch really well I did and Davis I, I yeah. did so on the fourth floor of Davis if y'all ever get a chance uh from now until probably the end of the semester go on up there and see our Christmas decorations uh it's a whole entire different Whoville experience up there it's pretty awesome, I think. It's I pretty think. authentic, Kim. Yeah. Made an actual legit Grinch. It's yeah. been great. Yeah. When you texted me the picture, I thought I was impressed with how what's, authentic it looked. It was cool. What's crazy is that for for me to make the Grinch, it took me longer to find the supplies to make the Grinch versus make it. Like, it took yep. me forever <laughs> to find just something to create the Grinch with. And you want to know where I found all that stuff? Goodwill. Okay. There's good stuff there. There works. is. So, I'm, yep. t I'm telling you all, you can never know what you're going to find out of Goodwill. You never know. It works. It works. So we're going to get into Christmas decoration talk here in a little bit. Um, we got a lot of cover on that. We'll let everybody know how the majority of people thinks, but I don't think it's going to sway Morgan's opinion either way. But, um, no, not really. But we'll, we'll get into that. <laughs> we'll get into that here pretty soon. Um, on-campus sports, uh, we're starting to get back in the swing of things. We've had some pauses and postponements if you've been following our releases. Um, but tomorrow, women's basketball will be at Southwestern Christian University, tip-off at 2 o'clock in Bethany, Oklahoma. And if you want to know the game day protocols there, just read our release that I put out yesterday. Um, and it will it kind of shares all that from their website on how to what's required to come in the game and how to get tickets and all that stuff. So if you're interested in going that game, all that's in there. Um, football, same thing. At Bethel College tomorrow, kickoff at 1 o'clock, North Newton, Kansas. Uh, that'll be the Falcons' final game of the fall. So, so at go Bethel. Out, go out and try and support them if you're able to. Yeah. Because I want to I say Bethel's protocol is allowing visiting fans, but I don't remember fully. But yeah. anyways, yeah, just like Mr. Levi said, make sure you read the release and check out their websites as well as to what they're going to um, allow and not allow because each school is different. Yeah, for sure. So that's tomorrow. Women's basketball at Southwestern Christian, 2 o'clock in Bethany. Football at Bethel. 
kickoff at 1 o'clock in North Newton, Kansas. We had volleyball on campus on Wednesday night. We did. Big win over Oklahoma Weston. Huge University. win. Oklahoma Weston came into this game at 12-3. and Overall, Falcons, we pulled it out in five sets. It was a yeah. really, really good game. Oh, my goodness. That was an insane game. And, I mean, I know every single person. Like, everybody I'm sure listening knows, but I am a volleyball player. Uh, not currently playing at this moment due to injuries, but uh, I definitely have been on this team for the past four years. So I know every single person on this team, and I – just watching them grow throughout the end of the season, even through all the hard times with postponements and everything, and to pull out that win against Oklahoma Wesleyan, that was absolutely amazing. And I had a couple heart attacks throughout the whole entire well, game. It, 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 it was back and forth. <laughs> it really was back and forth. 15-11, I believe, was the fifth and final set score. Yeah. Uh, but there was a lot of tosses and turns. Oklahoma Wesleyan won the first set, 26-24. Yeah. And that just kind of set the tone for how close of a matchup it was going to be. But the yeah. Falcons did get the big win Wednesday night over Oklahoma Westland. So good for them. Good for yeah. Coach Martin I and Abigail Canetta with a career high 47 assists. Really kind of set the tone for all, for the offensive attack. And Tiffany Hart had the game winning kill in the fifth set. Yep. So 15 11, 3 2 win for the Falcons over Oklahoma Westland. And big win. I just win. hope and pray that that continues to go on, especially into the spring season, because we've been having a really rough fall season not just because of postponements or anything no but just in general like even when we are playing it's been it's been kind of a tough uh season for us for some strange and odd reason but i'm glad that we were able to pull it out and end on a good a good win like it was a really great feeling um especially since oklahoma wesleyan they're a phenomenal team they were they were super super scrappy the whole entire way they had some amazing kills they had some amazing digs it was just an all-around great game by both teams and it was a great win to end the whole entire season with yeah it was it had been a while since they had been out on the court too mm-hmm. uh, so uh, safe they had a scrimmage the week before that um but it, it before that had been a while they didn't really look like they missed much missed no. a beat they looked like they were in sync for the yep. most part the whole way so uh, especially against a team like Oklahoma Westland, it was a really good win for them yeah. so really good so we also have some breaking news. Um, men's golf is back on campus. We announced that earlier this year. Um, we're adding men's golf and men's and women's wrestling mm-hmm. to uh, our university sports starting next year. Our men's golf coach is announced today. Dustin Gallion will be taking over the program, the men's golf program. And will also serve as the director of golf, uh, which is going to be overseeing the day-to-day operations for both the men's and women's golf programs. So um, he comes from Heston College. And he's got a really, really extensive sports background. Um, he's He's been a men's basketball coach at Hestens. He had just taken over the men's golf program as well. Um, he'd been really active, already signed 10 golfers to a national letter of intent. He wow. won 182 career games um, on the hardwood for basketball and was actually the 2015 National Juco District 5 Coach of the Year. So he is a really, really versed. He's also the assistant AD at Heston. And, of course, our athletic director of athletics, Dr. Rob Ramsar, come from Heston College uh, as well. So really, really good find. Dustin Gallion looks like he's going to do a really good job wow. for our men's golf program. It would be great to have men's golf back. It's the, it's the first time it's been on campus since the spring of 2015. So it's, we've not had men's golf since I've been here, obviously, and uh, it's going to be nice to have that back. Yeah. Well, welcome to the Falcon family for sure. Yeah. We're all we're all really close. <laughs> yep, yep. He seems so. to be excited to come, and I'm looking forward to 
with some men's golf starting next year. So. Speaking of golf, how was the Masters going? Like, how did that go? I I couldn't watch it. I'm sorry. I'm not a golf person. I couldn't bring myself to watch well, it. Well, I'll tell you. I'm sorry. It's, really, you only need to know no, one name. That was Dustin Johnson. Really? No, Dustin Johnson shot, I believe, 20 under par. No, wow. And he ran away with the tournament. He, he was solid. He's, he was actually my pick to win it. Um, going in, and I know, and with golf, it, it's really kind of a lucky um, pick. In fact, even when Tiger Woods was at his heyday, when he was, and he still plays, but even when he was mm-hmm. in his prime, dominant the sport, really, if you had a chance to pick Tiger Woods or the field, you were probably going to take the field, just because golf is such a mm, rand has such a randomness to it as far as who wins well, yeah. the tournament, and so you'd probably even when Tiger Woods is at his all-time best. You're yeah. probably going to take the field, but Dustin Johnson's really, really good. Um, he has a good pedigree, good pedigree of, of major success. So I thought he had a great shot coming in to win it, and wow, but he just ran away and basically lapped the field wow. in it. So yeah, that's big, insane. Yeah, yeah, Dustin Johnson wins the Masters on that. Well, congrats so, to him. Yep, yep. He was he was phenomenal, phenomenal for the tournament. And is that it for golf for this year until 2021? For the most part, for the yep. First yep. There may be some tournaments out there that's uh, some, but as far as the major tournaments, probably mm-hmm. that's going to be it for that's 20. Probably. And it's I weird because it had, to be, it had to be rescheduled from April to, yeah. to November. That's why I was like, I guess I was a little bit more thrown off by anything else because I was like, wait, hang on, we have the Masters going on right now? Because, yeah. I mean, and like I said, I don't know very much about golf. I've never been a golfer, always played softball, so wasn't allowed to play golf. Um, but I just remember I was like I could have sworn that was more of a spring sport, never a fall sport. So I got really confused when I figured out we were having the Masters. Yeah, last it's, it's always in April. Yeah, it's always in April. Now it's in, had to be postponed to November, but Come they got in. it in. They got it in. They got um, it in. So, and another note on our on-campus sports Tuesday night, the women's basketball Falcons will be in action again at home against Oklahoma Westland. Tip off at six p.m. The JV. Uh, women's Falcons will play at 3.30 against Oklahoma Westland. So we do have one more home event coming up before we break away for the Thanksgiving holiday. So, so Good luck to all the teams this weekend and going into next week as well. Continue yep. to pray for them. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, no Just doubt. not even just like for victories but and for humbleness, but just for injury pr- prone too and just making sure everybody stays healthy because right now we all need to pray for health at this moment in time. Yeah. Especially if we want to keep everything going and still alive at this moment. Yeah, there is no no doubt about that. That's uh, just continue to pray and be diligent in how mm-hmm. we um, approach things. I know Thanksgiving's coming up, and people's going to be seeing family, but we want to make sure we're careful and uh, follow all the protocols, all the guidelines that we have in front of us, and we'll just kind of keep getting through this together. That's all we can do, and that's what we've been doing. And um, thankful for everything that we've been able to do so far, and we just pray we can. Continue to, to stay on the right path. Yep. So, all right, you want to get some Christmas talk now? No. I was getting into some Christmas talk. You ready for that? I'm I excited. You've been raring to go for that. So I've been so ready to talk about Christmas. Let's do that. <laughs> all right, so first, Christmas decorations. Okay. 83% of our listeners think you should wait till after Thanksgiving to decorate. And I respect that. But 17% that. doesn't. So, and I, yeah. I told you before we went on the air, I told you before we went on the air, I really do believe that you reached a few people. Because yeah. I think if we put that poll out before 
you 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 gave the reason why you think it should be on November the first. Uh, I think it would have been closer to 90-10, 95-5 maybe. Yeah. 83-17. I think you won over a few people. I think that. I did too. Um, or they just completely think that way in general, and especially going into this year yeah. right now. And like I said earlier, like some people are just kind of wanting some joy in life and some merriness and all that stuff that comes along with the Christmas feel, the Christmas season. Not that Thanksgiving doesn't have that, because it really does, but I'm just saying like, it's, it's it hits differently. Yeah, you know? yeah. And so that's why I think another reason why a lot of people are agreeing, especially for this year, that we can probably celebrate Christmas before Thanksgiving. Yeah. But Oh, I agree. I, you, you halfway won me over. I'm still kind of after that. I'm still, it's still hard for me to fully get turned on to Christmas <laughs> after Thanksgiving. I think it always will be. In yeah. fact, I've gotten better than what I used to be. When I was in high school... I wouldn't really get into the Christmas spirit until after school was out for Christmas break. Yeah. Like, I did not want to go. It was hard for me to get into Christmas until after school. I was done with school. Yeah. Because as long as I went to school, um, it was hard for me to really get into the full Christmas spirit. I don't know. I I would say this year is probably the first year that I've, like, hardcore really gotten into, like, the Christmas spirit before Thanksgiving. Last year, I mean, I did a little bit before, but it was just because, I mean, it helps, it helps me also, or not really helps me, but like, what kind of motivated me to get into the Christmas feel, especially last year and this year, was because on the fourth floor, Davis, we've already been setting up for Christmas, and getting all the decorations out, and that's only, it's literally only because Obviously, after Thanksgiving, we have like zero, like little to zero time to really have our decorations up. So we always did it before, like Thanksgiving and all that stuff. And there's nothing wrong with that, but there's nothing bad about it either. You know, like there's nothing bad about it, but there's nothing really that amazing about it either. Yeah. But that definitely yeah. had an impact on me last year because I mean to get me into the Christmas mood I really do like to listen to Christmas carols like I like to listen to my country Christmas radio on Pandora all the time like I'm like blaring country Christmas music and if y'all have not heard George Strait's Christmas cookies I love that song it's amazing it's he does so well song he ever. does that song so well he had he puts you in the mood for he Christmas does. Oh. Especially at the end where you start talking about the sprinkles on yes, top. Yeah, those little sprinkly things. And they make it impossible to resist. I know. And the way he talks and the way he does, it just really gets you in the right It does. Pool. I like and that song. Yep. I will say that that song played probably my first day that I started playing the Christmas music. And I'm sorry, but every time I hear that song, it's also my mom's favorite song. Like, all-time favorite Christmas song. I, I think almost everybody I know love that song it's just a fun song but if you really badly want to get into the christmas mood right now hardcore would recommend listening to that song because it just makes you jam and it just makes you feel yes christmas cookies right yeah yep. like, yeah it, it makes me want christmas cookies it does so it makes you get more into the christmas yeah. spirit yeah yeah and for me that's always a good thing but i think that that has definitely had a huge impact and then like our podcast last week if, if you didn't know go back and listen to it because you will figure it out it's closer towards the end so if you just want to skip ahead that's fine we don't really care but if you really want to listen to the reason as to why uh just go back and listen to the podcast because it was a lot of fun we had a great discussion about that it was it was i thought it was a good reason though i think it it, it halfway turned me around yeah it just gives you a different perspective it gives you a different light to it. it it's just like okay that makes sense 
you know, like, yeah, yeah, okay. Like, that's kind of another reason why I've been in more in the Christmas mood, and it's all over social media right now, so, I mean, yep. it's just, I think everybody, we're not ready, I think a lot of people are ready for 2020 to be over, but, and I'm not saying that I'm ready for it to necessarily be over, and I'm not ready to push it, because, like, our like in our podcast last week, I don't want to complain because there's so many positives that came out of yeah. 2020 yeah. for at least me and I know for you. Yeah. yeah. So there's been also a lot of negatives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, a lot yeah. of negatives. Yeah. But um, there are definitely a lot of positives that are just turning everything around. And so just continue to focus on the positives. But if you do want some cheer and you want some merriness in your life, I don't blame you if you do want to set up for Christmas already. So that's another reason why I'm in the mood for it. I'm even wearing a Christmas shirt right now with Christmas fuzzy socks, so I'm all about it right now. <laughs> yep, yep. Yep, you're in the Christmas mood, mood for am. sure. Now I need to decorate your office. Yeah, you know what? If you want to, <laughs> feel free to do it. Yes. Feel free to do it. You all heard this. Y'all are my witnesses right yep. now. I am allowed to decorate his office for Christmas. Come Let's in. go. When you when we get back from Thanksgiving, come in and decorate it. Oh, I'm so down. You know I will do yep. this. Yep. When we get back from Thanksgiving, come back in and do it. Yes. I'm down. Let's do it. We'll make it we'll make it festive. You're making this as a national yeah. announcement. Yep. I'm going right on here. record. I'm going on record. I'm going know. on the record. We're live. I'm going on record. I'm going on record saying I'm giving you permission to do this. And yes. we'll, have to, we'll, t- we'll post a picture of it when we're done. So <laughs> we'll see what everybody thinks. So. Yes. Down. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Randomness. You got a random question for, for us? Okay. So I had to look up some random topics just because I don't know. I mean... There's a lot of different things that we could talk about. But I was trying to figure out some for Thanksgiving because we already had our Christmas Thanksgiving one. So now I do want to respect Thanksgiving in the sense of, okay, what's a controversial topic with uh, Thanksgiving that's not anything to do with Christmas versus Thanksgiving, right? So... Well, we've already pitted that against each other last week. Yeah. That was fun, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean... So, all I'm seeing... What? Okay, so all I'm really and truly hardcore seeing are, like, trivia questions, and I'm like, I don't want trivia questions. What? But... Uh, there's one that says that what is the main conflict in Thanksgiving? There's conflicts in Thanksgiving? I didn't even think there were any well, conflicts. Well, we come we come across one last week. Huh? Well, that's different. But <laughs> All right, here we go. Okay, so Instead of it being a controversial topic this week, I'm just going to ask a couple questions. Is that okay? That works for me. Okay. I'll answer them, too. What is your favorite Thanksgiving memory? Oh, favorite Thanksgiving memory. It, it has to involve, and I know this is, I mean, the easy answer would say, oh, the easy answer is to say time with family and, and stuff. And and I'll tell you, I that is that is number one. But... For me, Thanksgiving memories is always probably about football because that's just oh, something we wow. always do. 
Yeah, that's something we always do. It's just it's a tradition uh-huh. watching Thanksgiving football. So, um, and it still is. Though. I mean, it's not it's not like it's past or anything. It's it still is. Hmm. So I I would say the the best memory is is watching watching the Cowboys on Thanksgiving Day. That oh happens. Gosh. That's that's our tradition. Yep. Oh my goodness. Yep. How about you? Mine is definitely okay. So I was I believe I was a freshman in high school maybe eighth grade, I don't remember. It was eighth grade, freshman high school. And we were over at my grandma's house getting ready for Thanksgiving and starting to cook. And so I, at this moment in time, I am six foot, okay? When I was a freshman in high school, I was like 5'10", 5'9", 5'10". So so I haven't grown very much from freshman in high school to senior in college. But um, yeah, but I was actually fairly, fairly tall. For um, for my age, and <laughs> my grandmother and my great grandma. So my great grandma is the shortest out of all of us. Like she she's actually probably considered like a legal midget. Like she could probably qualify for that. She is like I th- I want to say she's like four nine five foot. Wow. Yeah, like she she's small, <laughs> and. Then my other grandma, and then my actual grandma, uh, she's she's taller than my nanny, but she's still, like, a little, she's obviously still way shorter than me. Uh, she's, like, 5'2", maybe. So, I, have, I come from a fairly short family on my mom's side, but I will never forget, because my mom actually has a picture of this, too. <laughs> my great-grandma was to my left, and my grandma was to my right, and I was in between them. Just imagine this picture. Like we looked like a like a triangle or a pyramid I like type to see of that thing. Picture. Yeah, too bad you don't probably have it. Do you? It is my favorite memory because they were just so small compared to me, and I'm the youngest one there. And it was just so funny to <laughs> to look at. My mom, my mom just started dying laughing, and we had no idea what was going on at first. And then she showed me the picture, and I was like, Oh my gosh, you've got to be kidding me. That's hilarious. It's a, it's actually a lot funnier than just telling it. If you saw the picture, it it makes sense and it's actually really funny. But um, yeah, just randomly, just sitting at the sink doing the potato peeling and getting ready, all that stuff. And mom takes a picture of us, and it's literally like it's not even like AT and T bars. No, it's literally like a spike and a chart and then down again. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see that picture. Oh, oh man, I'll I'll get I'll show you it one day. I don't know. You still have it? I believe I do still have it. I just don't remember where it's at. <laughs> you look at your phone to see what you have on your I'm gonna phone. look on Facebook really oh, quick because okay. I believe my mom posted it a long time ago, but I don't really remember. <laughs> <laughs> that that's good. That's funny. Mm. We have way too much fun in my house. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nope. Okay, so what do you like to do as a tradition outside of football oh and gosh. being with family? What is like another family tradition y'all really have for Thanksgiving? I, I mean, that's really it, though. That's really family, it. food, and football. Okay, then Three here we go. I'm we sorry. Do that every year. No. I'm sorry, guys, but I'm gonna go back to Christmas. What is y'all's Christmas Eve family tradition? Okay. My wife loves to watch the Grinch, so we have to watch the Grinch usually. Yes. Um, we do that. That is a tradition. Um, 
We, we leave milk and cookies for Santa. The mm-hmm. kids still do that. That's a tradition. Um, and then, really, I mean, Christmas morning, we don't really open our presents on Christmas Eve because we like to save it for Christmas morning. Yeah. So um, that's probably the only two traditions that we have, I would okay. say, on it. And those, that, that we stick to those, but that's about it. Nice. So our family's Christmas Eve tradition. So first, like I said earlier, we have, like, a buffet of food, a smorgasbord of just random food, right? <sighs> We're not allowed to touch any of our presents until the very next day. Like, that's just my grandma's thing. And we always spend spend Christmas Eve at my grandmother's. And then, because we have, like, Christmas Eve Eve. And then we do Christmas Day at, at with, like, my immediate family. Like, my mom and dad and brother and sister. On Christmas Eve, that's, like, our Christmas Day with them. And then we go Christmas Eve to my grandmother's. And we spend the night there. <laughs> okay. And, y'all, I'm telling you... So our Christmas Eve movie that we watch every single year is none other than Nacho Libre. Oh yeah, that's a good no lie. That is a funny movie. No lie, Nacho Libre. Like my grandmother even has, like she made us two years ago, um, Nacho Libre shirts, all matching shirts. And every single year we watch Nacho Libre. So we get her get in the living room and we all snuggle up and blah, 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 and have a good time. And then we make some hot chocolate and then we just watch Nacho Libre. I'll tell you, if there it's is great. such a thing as a true Jack Black movie, Nacho Libre is, I know. The, is the truest Jack Black movie there is. And there is, he's been in some other good ones too, but yeah. that is a true Jack Black movie. It, it's, it's so funny. It's yeah. oh, it's our favorite movie of all time, and my gr- and my uncle quotes the whole entire movie. He can seriously quote the whole entire movie. And then our favorite thing to do whenever it is actually Easter, is okay. Um, yeah, it's it's the quote that's like, "I've had diarrhea since Easter." <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah, so funny, yeah. and we just love it. And then every time that we eat corn, it's like, "Get the corn out of my face!" Yeah. Like we Hilarious. have so much fun yeah. with it, and. My my brother actually found the white boots one day. He wanted to get them so bad, but we refused to let him get them. Thank God we did that. I but, may have to watch it again. No, it's been a while since I've actually watched it, but it's a funny movie. It's, it is it's so funny. It's definitely one of our favorites, and <laughs> it's just always a fun time to watch because you just laugh the whole entire time. I don't know, but we just laugh the whole entire time and just have a great time with it. But yeah, dang! I can't find this picture. I'm getting upset. <laughs> I'll keep looking for it. I'd like to see it. I'm even, even if it's looking. after we go off the air, I'm okay. <laughs> I just kind of like to see it. So I will keep looking. Don't worry. I don't disappoint often. Nope, not often. You're right. Very little, actually. Very no. little. Right, are you done with randomness? Yeah, no. I, I think can, that's how that's how random we're gonna get. Is today. that all the randomness we're gonna have? For this for this show, no. just for today, you know. We'll have more. No. Ah, uh, here it is. Oh, you found it. I found it. That's it. Isn't it awesome? <laughs> it is. It is. I'm. I'm actually looking at it right now. Yeah, that that, that is funny. Yeah, it's no. great. That's good though. No, no. <laughs> it's great. It's my favorite. 
Oh, it's so perfect. And since your backs are to it, you're, it's like yeah. you're so kind of zooming. It's like you're. It's not. It's so not staged. Yep. Either it's just like you got yep. like you're in the middle and in the yep. right side of you. I mean, like we tried to move, but my mom was like, "No, go back." And we're like, "Okay." Like we had no idea what was going on, right? We're just kind of chilling, and then all of a sudden she's like, "No, go back," and we're like, "Okay." So <laughs> that was it. That's good. That's that's good. my favorite memory. That's good. Well, that's a good one. I know, right? That's a good one. I'll think of some other memories. I might be able to think of another memory at some point. Maybe if not today, then we'll do it on our next one, maybe. Share with us your memories on hashtag talking with friends. Let us know what either your memories are for Thanksgiving or what your traditions are for Thanksgiving or for even Christmas Eve or Christmas. Let us know because we want to know. And then also, please give me random topics to talk about or controversial topics to talk about because it's just always fun. You know, and, and then you'll, and you'll go there. Yeah, I will you, go, there. go there. Yeah, trust me, I will do the research on each and every topic that y'all give me. I will do it. <laughs> Don't think I won't, because I will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have way too much fun with this. But anyways, just remember use our hashtag talking with friends anytime you want to interact with us on anything, and we'll continue to send out polls and all kinds of stuff for you guys to interact with us as well. Yeah, and we're talking about having a, a special uh, Thanksgiving podcast next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have a set time yet, but we're kind of discussing it before we come on today. So we'll we'll post that whenever we get to. That'll be fun. If we, if we do something like that, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, we have fun every week, it's fun, but that'll even be more probably more of the fun variety. So. Hmm. Uh, if it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully that's possible. Yeah, we'll find out if it's possible. We'll stretch it. We'll stretch it and see if it We're is. We're going to stretch a little bit. We'll stretch it. We'll, we'll go with it. All right, you want to do some NFL picks now? Let's do it. All right. Oh, man, I don't have a pen. Dang it. I think I have a pen. I can do it on my phone, probably. I do. Oh, you do? I do, actually. Oh, what's up? Actually, I do. See, this is Mr. Levi always being prepared. Yep. This is me not being prepared. Well, this no, is why you, we work well together. It is. Normally, you have a pen, and normally <laughs> yeah. you have your stuff, and I normally wouldn't, but the times that you need it, I have it. So that's. Yes. Uh, I actually come through when I need it to. All right. So I don't remember our picks from last week, so <laughs> this will be great. We'll just go over them. Yeah, no, no. I we'll, remember we'll our picks. Some, we'll make some picks for this week. Or did I write those down somewhere and I just forgot? Yeah, we'll make some picks for this week. No. For all I, no, I didn't actually. Or maybe we, I did, and I just don't know where I put come it. On, if we come on next week, we'll make sure we look at yeah. look it up maybe and see if we can. No. We'll for sure get them to you guys eventually. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get it. We'll get it. Oh no! It did something weird. <laughs> But uh, here we go. Last night, the Arizona Cardinals lost 28-21 at Seattle. Really? It was a good football game. Again, it was pretty tense in our house. But yeah. So, Cardinals lost 28-21. I was playing for the Cardinals, but they'd been playing really well. They just beat Buffalo the week before on a Hail Mary, which is an amazing play by Kyler Murray to DeAndre Hopkins. If you haven't watched that, that play was incredible. <laughs> we watched it live as it happened. It was just really, really good play. But Seattle won 28-21. They take over first place in the NFC West by a game over the Cardinals. Uh, and in our game of the week that we'll talk about in a little bit, uh, the Rams play at Tampa Bay. The Rams are 6-3. and three. A win by the Rams would actually move them into a tie for first place uh, mm-hmm. with Seattle and the NFC West. The Cardinals are a game back now at 6-4. and four. So, NFC West, a lot to be decided there. Uh, 
We'll kick off with a game that I know which one I'm going to pick. Philadelphia at Cleveland. Uh, I don't pick the Eagles when they're playing well. I sure don't pick them when they're not playing well. And they're not playing well. That's an understatement. Um, they still lead the NFC East, though, somehow, just because that speaks how bad the division is. I but, mean, they, I mean, and also, they weren't doing too bad at the beginning of the year. They've had some – they've definitely been, like, very wishy-washy. Yeah, though. they lost yeah, last week to the Giants, and that's uh, – mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Yeah. At Cleveland, the Browns six and three. They're they're looking for a playoff berth for the first time since I want to say two thousand two. Yeah, um, Joe Burrow's really getting it done for them. Not actually, but Cleveland. No, Joe Burrow, Cincinnati. Dang it. Yeah, Baker Mayfield's in Cleveland. I always yep. get them two mixed up Joe for Burrow. some strange and odd yep. reason. Yep, Joe Burrow is I think actually the colors are too similar. He, he is with the Ohio rivals in the division, Cincinnati. Um, Baker he's Mayfield. still getting stuff done. Burrow's playing well though as a rookie. Yeah, he's playing really well as a rookie. He, but he was Baker Mayfield at LSU. Come leading on. the Browns. Yeah, he's historic at LSU. Um, Baker Mayfield leading the Browns six and three. I got the Browns. That's yeah, I was like, I'm gonna go with the Browns too. I mean, like you said, like they put, the Eagles are just they're just not playing good right now, and yeah, just not worth it. Yeah, Only if they're playing against playing the Cowboys well. right now. I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah, that's, that's about I'm what they kidding. needed. And the Cowboys almost beat him with a first-string <laughs> quarterback. I'll tell you that. I'll go. I'll say that right now. Ben DiNucci almost went to the Philly and He won. did. He did. It was a very close game. But, you know. I'll say this. If they had Andy Dalton, even much less Dak. If they had Andy Dalton, I think the Cowboys would win that game. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I do. No. Yeah, because Andy Dalton was doing good. It's just. Yep. And he is back this week, by the way. So. Oh, he is? He finally got out of concussion is. protocol? Yep. He that's is good. back. That's good. We'll see that if it matters, good. but it will matter some. It will help yeah. some. It will help some. All right, Atlanta at New Orleans. Uh, Atlanta always gives the Saints a really good game. Um, last year, they actually played on Thanksgiving. No. Mm-hmm. And they wound up winning in New Orleans on Thanksgiving. No. So... No. This year, they played a week before Thanksgiving at New Orleans. Atlanta's playing oh. well. They're still just three and six, though. No. I'm going to go. The, I'll tell you what, though. Without Drew Brees, it's going to be interesting. No. It's going to be very interesting. Taysom Hill is actually starting for New Orleans. Instead of, a lot of people thought it was going to be Jameis Winston, it is Taysom Hill, who is kind of their gadget back. They even use him as a tight end sometimes hmm. to run the wildcat, wildcat offense. But the Falcons... Uh, I'm still going to go the Saints. They're a three and a half point favorite. Uh, Saints at home, I'm going to say. No. I'm going to say they get it done. No. I think I'm going to go with Atlanta. I think I'm going to go with the Falcons just for right now because, I mean, well, I'm going to pick them for our pickums, but, I mean, I think that's going to be a good game and a lot closer than what we're thinking it's going to be. You know, I mean, still, that's actually fairly close in projections, but. I don't know. I feel I feel like Atlanta can still do it. They can still get stuff done. And like you said, I think it's going to be very interesting with Drew Brees not being there. Yeah, without Drew Brees, it's going to be way different. Yeah, so. I think that that's going to be interesting. So I th- I'm going to go with Atlanta. Atlanta won last year on the road. Mm-hmm. So... When they need to, they'll get it done. When they they won last year, they're all surprised everybody. Thanksgiving night, I remember watching it. I believe it was thirty-one seventeen. Atlanta won. Oh. So Taysom Hill, I, I'm actually surprised the Saints are favored this game. Um, I know Alvin Kamara is having a great MVP caliber season. They still have Michael Thomas. They still have a lot of weapons. Uh, but Taysom Hill, I, it's going to be interesting to see him run the show 
from start to finish instead of just coming in for a few plays uh, mm -hmm. here and there. And I'm surprised Jimmy Winston's not starting, but uh, oh. and you never know; they might just be having a different plan because isn't Atlanta's defense like fairly well or no? They're they're off and on. Oh yeah. They the game so I watched them play. The, they played the Cowboys second game of the year. Um, Cowboys put up 40 on them, mm -hmm. but the Falcons put up 39. So it was a really, really close game. It was a game the onside kick decided the game. Yeah. Um, but uh, Atlantis, they're playing better. They, they have a habit. Last year they did the same thing. They started out really poor, mm -hmm. finished strong. Um, Say their head coach's job going into this year. Dan yeah. Quinn, they actually fired him earlier this year. Uh, so they have Raheem Morris now taking over his interim on the interim basis. Mm -hmm. But they're playing well again. Second half of the year, they're starting to click in a little bit. Um, gosh, I'm almost talking myself into picking Atlanta with you. <laughs> the more I talk about it, I better just stop talking because yeah, the like Saints, the, the Saints is my gut pick. Um, but it's, it's, I'm interested to see how the Saints' offense moves yeah. without Drew Brees. I'm going to be interested to see. I'm almost talking myself into picking the Saints or the Falcons, but I'll stick with the Saints at home. <laughs> Cincinnati at Washington. Now you got Joe Burrow coming here. Joe Burrow! Um, now you got Joe Burrow. I'll just never forget the like whole Twitter video like right after he just won like the college championship you know like, and he was walking down the thing and he had a cigar in his yeah. mouth and he was just he was just looked like a bad booty Judy person and yep. I was like oh Joe Burrow that become a meme until you see that constantly now but you know it's so <laughs> nice like yeah it's just, okay yeah yeah that's Joe Burrow I was like I might yeah. have a boyfriend but Joe Burrow yeah. Joe yeah. Burrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. So Cincinnati at Washington. Uh, I'm going to go with Joe Burrow over Washington. I'm going to really? go with Cincinnati. Yeah, Washington is, uh, they're hit and miss right now, too. That's true. Um, they're 2-7, and seven, Bengals 2-6-1. and one. Cincinnati has had some close calls. Uh, um, at Pittsburgh was not one of them. Pittsburgh mm -hmm. took them to the woodshed. Yeah. But uh, um, I think Cincinnati's going to get it done. And, and that has nothing to do with, with Washington being an NFC rival to the Cowboys. Nothing to do with that. No. I think I but, think it's uh, going to be a, a very close call either way because both teams they both teams are kind of hit and miss, but I would agree with you. I think I'm going to go with Cincinnati too only because um, they are – I don't I won't say they have a, necessarily a better record, but they're less off and on than Washington. Yeah, they've been know? competitive in a lot of games yeah. uh, against superior teams, and they're not ready to win big yet. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, I think Cincinnati wins against Washington. Washington is just kind of yeah. they're a little bit in flux, something. and you yeah. really can't pick against Joe Burrow after you belt him up like that. So, I know it's Joe Burrow. I uh, see. I'm not a big Joe Burrow fan. Really? Because uh, because uh, LSU to win the national championship last year, they went That's through true. Oklahoma in the final four. That's uh, true. So I am, and then um, they beat Clemson in the national championship game, but. Yeah. Um, they went through Oklahoma in the final four of the playoff. Yeah. Good season for Oklahoma, but they went through the Sooners. I just found it really funny. I, just, like, I had my fill of Joe Burrow for one night after not that. Not going to lie. Really quick before we do move on, though, I found it absolutely hilarious how on on Twitter and apparently other social media places, there was like a picture of like what states were rooting for what college. Mm. For some strange and odd reason, people put – like for Texas, it was either Oklahoma or it was Ohio. Yeah. And we were looking at it like, oh heck no! Yeah. If it's not a Texas team, we go to LSU. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a given usually. Like we always. I mean, well, if you're not a Texas. The thing is, though, it depends on what part of Texas you're from. That's because true. Because half of Texas, Dallas, is 
a lot of OU fans in Dallas. That's true. Because that's why they have the Red River Shootout in Dallas is because it's exactly halfway from Norman, Oklahoma to Austin, Texas. That's very true. So there's a lot of Oklahoma. In fact, Oklahoma's major recruits come from Texas. Uh, now, Baker Mayfield was not an Oklahoma recruit. He came no. with the Texas Tech first. But he was one of the best players in Texas high school history, as was Kyler Murray, who went to A&M, then Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, so they are – Oklahoma has a huge recruiting ground in Texas. But that's just like the northern part of Texas. You go a little bit further south and especially towards the east. And yeah, you have it all east, split up. You have Texas yeah, A&M like as well. And A&M and Texas long oh, fans man. hate each other. So that's – it's either think, you're one or the yeah. other, or you're just an outcast with something else. You know, it's I, like yeah, yeah. I no, literally, more, it's so funny. I actually think there's more disdain. No, you know, Texas have a big rivalry, but they're in conference rivals. I actually think, judging for what some people talk about on social media, I think there's more disdain and animosity between Texas and Texas A&M because not only are they rivals. But with A&M departing the Big 12 and going to the SEC, yes. now it's like, okay, you're not one of us anymore. At least OU and Texas kind of have that conference bond where they have to root for each other a little bit just to yeah. make the conference look good. Now that A&M is in the SEC, I think Oh, Texas it's like out for blood. Like, yeah. And everybody in my hometown, like I used to be kind of like an outcast because I always wanted to go to University of Texas, mainly for law school. Not for any other really particular reason, but I was very much a UT fan. And I love their volleyball program. Whole nine yards, all about that, too. Um, but overall, I was very much into UT, and I was very much an outcast in my hometown because my hometown is like 45 minutes from College Station. And I'm telling y'all, you ever go to College Station, if you've never been to College Station and you ever go, that's A&M territory. Like, whole nine yards. Like, the whole city of College Station is A&M. Like, that's their... It is. That's their whole university is the whole entire city. I'm telling y'all, it's crazy. It is. I mean, I love it just because... Like, it's actually a really fun environment to be around, but at the same time, if you're not an A&M fan, then you probably wouldn't like it too, too much. But, I mean, I've been, I'm kind of both ways-ish. I mean, I wouldn't want to ever go to A&M. The only reason why is because that's mainly agricultural engineering, and I'm like, no, nah, mm-mm. But yeah. overall, and it's a fun city uh-huh. to go to, but <laughs> if y'all seriously ever go, yeah. that's, that is A&M University, whole city is the university you just can't get away from it, and it's it's fun, but sometimes it's a little annoying. It is. That reminds me <laughs> of a really funny story, though. That's exactly like that. Um, one of our friends from church, he used to go to church with it, me and my dad knew really well. Um, he was down in, on business in College Station, and and he wore a Texas hat, mm-hmm. and and he couldn't Big figure mistake. out he couldn't figure <laughs> out why mistake. everybody was razzing him and why yeah. everybody wasn't being real friendly. And he said, "Well, I figured, you know." Because he didn't know a lot about the rivalry. He just put on a tape thought, well, at least it's a te- it's from Texas. So I'm in Texas. Yeah. So I'll wear a Texas hat. <laughs> and we said, no, that's not uh, gonna, That doesn't work in College Day Out. That's not, that's not what you want to wear. And what's even crazier is you want to know something, too? If you ever wear a Longhorn shirt or an A&M shirt, either one does not matter. Yep. You will always find either a, te- a UT person or an A&M person and they will either whoop at you or be like gig them at you if you're an A&M person or they'll be like heck yeah if you're a Longhorn person yeah like hook them right here yeah I'm telling you it's like we I couldn't tell you how many times my sister once at Disney World wore an A&M shirt not she's not a huge A&M fan but 
Um, I mean, like, she went to A&M Corpus Christi, but she's definitely like, no, it's a completely different thing. Don't even get her started on it. It's crazy. But, um, so, the one time she actually wore one at Disney World, we got stopped by at least 15 people. Because they were like, whoop, or they said, gig em, or they said something, and we're like, okay. You know, because we're not really, like, we don't care. You know, none of my family, we're, we're University of Michigan fans before we're anything else. Um, MU, go blue, let's yep. go. <laughs> yep, yep. But, yeah, so that's my school to cheer for is always Michigan. I've known that. Yep. yep. You've communicated that to me. And I used to go like blue. Michigan. When I was a kid, I used to really <laughs> like Michigan. I still Big do. Outs. Yeah, I, I, I still do. I, I, I kind of like Michigan. All right. Next Anyways, on our docket. Uh, going back to going yeah. back to actual NFL. You know, we we said we were done with randomness. <laughs> we're never done with we're randomness. We're never done with the randomness. We are never done with random. There's always random stuff that pops up. Why did we say that? But you know, <laughs> because that's even more random yeah. than <laughs> the other randomness that we yeah. talk about. There's no way we're never our done normal with that. random is nowhere near as our like random random. So I think that's yeah. why we're like okay over yeah. randomness. Let's go something else. <laughs> so there, we're not done with randomness. We said we're done with randomness. We're really not done with randomness no. yet. We'll, we'll have something else pop up that's random. That's probably We're true. never truly done with that. We, no, we said we was. True. So Talk about false advertisement. My goodness. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> we are never done with randomness. It will always pop up. We just have way too much fun. Yep, yep, we do. All right, Detroit at Carolina. Carolina at is Carolina. without yeah, Carolina without Christian McCaffrey. Ooh. Again, they they nearly pulled a big upset at Kansas City two weeks ago with mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey back. He had a huge game. Um, he go he gets hurt again in that game. This is last week's game against Tampa Bay. If I remember, I actually picked Carolina to pull the upset. That's one of one of our picks from last week that I remember doing. I see. That not only did that not happen, Tampa Bay took him to the shed. Really, forty six twenty three. Carolina looked it. really bad. Without McCaffrey, they just kind of struggled to move the ball a little bit, even though Mike Davis yeah. has done a very admirable job filling in in the backfield. I have him on my fantasy team, so it's. Uh, um, I hope he does well. But um, Detroit's playing better lately. They won last week over Washington, although it was an overtime. Mm-hmm. Um, they blew a 24-3 lead to get to that point. But um, I'm going Lions. I'm going Lions. They just seem to be the yeah. more healthy team over Carolina. I don't know. I think I'm going to pull the upset and do Carolina. Just because I think that this is still going to be a close game. Um, well, every game Detroit plays is close. So, yeah. That's true right now. <laughs> at, this point, at this point in time, I don't think there's going to be a huge blowout anymore. Yeah, time. they lost. They beat Atlanta on a last-second touchdown. They won last week in overtime over Washington yeah. after blowing a 24-3 lead. So Detroit plays close. But, hey, we're getting close to Thanksgiving. We grew up thinking it's a sin to pick against the Lions on Thanksgiving. Really? Even though we're not Lions fans, but it's a tradition for the Lions to play on Thanksgiving. So yeah. we always kind of pick the Lions to win there. Interesting. So, although you may not pick them this next week, depending on, who, really they, on who they play. Depending on who they play. Well, they play Houston. So uh, you'll be, you may not be formed that day. But is it at Houston? No, it's always at Detroit on it's Thanksgiving. It's at Detroit? Yeah. We got but, we got uh, that. Um, we got we may talk about that if we do one next yeah, week. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that game. one next week then. We, we got some time to think about. It. I want to prepare. Yeah. You got Houston, the Lions on Thanksgiving Day this this week. I think sure. about that one. All right, so you're going Carolina. I'm going Detroit. Yep. I think we're going to be the same on this next pick. At least I hope so. If we're not, then it's uh, yeah. I don't know. So we can um, no I'm going to be, be shocked. No, not that. <laughs> but uh, I'll yeah. Pittsburgh at Jacksonville. Pittsburgh comes in undefeated. Jacksonville, let's go! Jacksonville is 1-8. and eight. 
If you pick Jacksonville, <laughs> I, I almost <laughs> dare you to pick them. I almost dare you to pick them. <laughs> you know what? And watch them actually win. Yeah, you know, know. watch I them know. be the team that actually beats Pittsburgh. I'll give you one case to pick Jacksonville. If you, oh, you take it or leave it, take it or leave it. Okay. Pittsburgh is undefeated. No. They are playing a big Thanksgiving night game in prime time at home against Baltimore. Could this be a trap game? Could they be looking ahead the next week on Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. It's going to be a short week coming up. Um, could they be looking ahead? I don't think so. I'm picking Pittsburgh. I'm just giving you enough ammunition to where if you want to make oh that pick, go right ahead. That's that's your take it or leave it. That's I your almost reasoning. want to just for fun, not really because I actually have full faith in Jacksonville. Hey, that's your reasoning. <laughs> it could be a trap game. Looking ahead to Baltimore. You know, because I was actually hardcore thinking about that. I was like, maybe this is a trap game, but I don't really know. I don't know, man. That's. <laughs> I'm just gonna go with Pittsburgh. I don't know. All right, I, I come that close to getting you on it. All right. I don't know if you ever really and truly did, but uh, I don't know. I, don't I think know. it'd be funny. Uh, not only is it just funny to me because I literally have just finished The Good Place. If you've never seen The Good Place, you need to watch The Good Place. It's actually a really good show. But one of the main characters, he's a huge fan. He's from Jacksonville, Florida. And he's a huge fan of Jackson. Oh. And it's just funny to me. I don't know. It's just... So every single time that I think of that and I think of Jacksonville, I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I just keep going back to the good place and how much apparently Jacksonville stuck in the good place. Yep, yep. There you go. There you go. It was Maybe another great. reason to pick them. Who knows? It's great. It's, it's funny. It's all in good fun. Jacksonville really isn't that bad. It's, it's all in good fun. Well, they're one and eight, so they're, I mean, they're not real good. They're, not, year, they're not real good, but <laughs> they're not horrible. Next game coming is a pretty good game, but t- it's Tennessee at Baltimore. Tennessee Ooh. started out 5-0, and oh, really strong. And remember, they were in our game of the weekends, Pittsburgh. Yeah. They lost at Pittsburgh, and they've kind of hit the skids ever since. They've been going so. very much downhill. Baltimore is another team that's a little bit, though, inconsistent. They're 6-3-2. and three, two. They're coming off a loss at New England. Which was an upset. There were six and a half point favorites going in. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, this game, I don't really know who to pick. Neither team is playing great right now. No. Um, I'm gonna go Baltimore at home. It's because I think Baltimore is a better team than Tennessee. But I, if you're waiting for the for the Ravens and Lamar Jackson to flip the switch to last year, I don't think that's gonna happen right now. Yeah. I, I don't. I, they're not the same team they was last year. But Tennessee has has hit the. The skids as well, since they lost their first game to Pittsburgh. So yeah. I'm gonna go Baltimore. Baltimore is a five and a half point favorite. I'm gonna go Baltimore at home, but that's one of those games where you're really not gonna be surprised at either outcome. Because yeah, I think I'm gonna go with Tennessee. I mean, I really do like Tennessee, and I think that they'll finally get their crap together eventually. It's just uh, they've got to be having enough of just this losing streak right now that they're going through. I get having a rough patch, but come on. I mean, Pittsburgh's still undefeated. Get over it. Let's move on from it. Now pick up your game a little bit, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like they just need to get their stuff together. But I think this is a good matchup. Both teams it are It is, and it's not going to surprise me with either outcome. Five and a half is a lot of points. Yeah. Um, if I had to take the points, I'd probably take Tennessee because I don't think it's going to be a five and a half point spread either yeah. way. I really don't. Because neither team is really well on me right now. So. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Next, your Houston Texans hosting New England. I actually think if this game was played last week, I think Houston's a favorite at home. Mm-hmm. But since New England got it together and won at home against Baltimore last Sunday night, I think that's kind of made people think the Pages might be figuring some things out. Mm-hmm. The Pages are a two-point favorite. 
But you talk about a team that's inconsistent. Um, yeah. I'm going Houston at home with Deshaun yeah. Watson. I'm going I was going to go I'm, with Houston. I don't have faith in New England right now. I guess another game where you look at New England and think, yeah, they're not back yet. Oh. Yeah, I don't think I don't think New England is officially officially back. Like, yeah, they had a great win against Baltimore, but I still think that there's very much inconsistencies with that. And not saying that Houston doesn't have their inconsistencies because obviously they're they're very interesting right now. But um, still, I think that I'm still very much a Houston Texans fan, and so is my grandmother. And I think she'd curse my name if I ever yep. went against her right at this moment. You don't want to do that. I don't want to do that, that right now. From what you've told me about it, you don't want to do that. I don't, and especially I mean, not, not would, right now. Not that I would have said. Not that I would have said that was a good idea anyway, but. Today especially, I don't think yes. you would want to do that. No. I don't yeah. want to do that at all this entire yeah. next week. I don't Do think not upset my grandmother right now. Yeah, I think that's probably a, a really, really would be a really bad idea. I love my grandma, but yeah, no, you never want to upset my gammy. Yeah, that'd be a bad idea. Yeah. Miami at Denver. Miami Ooh. rolling, coming in 6-3 and three behind Tua Tagovailoa. No. Miami is coming off some big wins. They won at Arizona. Mm -hmm. They won again last week. They're six and three. Denver three and six. Miami is favored by three and a half on the road. Uh, Drew Locke continues to have problems with turnovers for the Broncos. Uh, so Miami just seems to really play, be playing well under head coach yeah. Brian Flores. Um, I got to go with Miami. I just think Miami is playing too well right now to, to slip up in Denver. Honestly, same. I mean, Denver's just been super inconsistent. I mean, I'm not. I haven't lost uh, faith in the Broncos by any means. But I mean. At this point right now, I mean, Miami's actually doing fairly well. And Denver's not trending in the right direction yeah, right now. No. They're not They're not playing well. Mm -mm. The next game is another game that surprised me with the spread. Um, not not by who's favor, but the spread. The Jets are winless. I get it. They're 0-9. The Chargers are 2-7, though. The Chargers mm -hmm. have had – I mean, the Chargers, every game they play is close. They've had multiple – Losses at the at the final seconds, including yeah. last week's loss. They literally scored what they thought was a game-winning touchdown. Actually, they're coming off a 29-21 loss to Miami last week. Mm -hmm. A tough loss, eight-point loss. The week before that, they thought they had a game-winning touchdown against the Raiders, who yeah. are all, who are six and three right now. They actually they overturned it on review. It was the last play of the game. Herbert throws a game-winning touchdown pass, he thought. And uh, after further review, they overturn it, and the Raiders win 31-26. Yeah. That's the kind of luck the Chargers have had um, this year. They've lost multiple games close, multiple one-possession games like last week, multiple games the final possession. Every game is close. I'm not picking the Jets to win. I don't think they get their first win. I think the Chargers are better. They're playing a lot I better. Too. But nine and a half is a lot of points, though. So we're not doing the spread, though. We're only doing who wins. I think the Chargers win finally. They get a win. But I think it's closer than what nine and a half points show. Same. Because I, I, I don't think that the Jets are that bad to where it's that huge. Well, of the Chargers spread. play like, everybody close. So That's it's, true. Yeah, nine and a half is a lot of points to get. Yeah. I'm going with the Chargers no yeah. matter what. Just They might be inconsistent, but I mean. <laughs> What do the Jets have right yeah. at this moment in yeah. time? Didn't they like just trade like their best player or something? Well, yes, they did. They traded yeah. safety Jamal Adams. That was um, it. Yeah, coming into the year to trade to Seattle. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I the, think Jets the Jets are, just Jets are in a tough their... spot. They're probably gonna have a new head coach next year. 
most likely have a new quarterback. They're just need to get their stuff so together. So they're going to have right a brand now. new. They're going to have a lot of change coming next yeah. year. And then they're due for it. They're I mean, not, it's not. Yeah, and I mean, maybe next year is going to be the Jets' year, but I mean, this year I don't think that's what's happening. Yeah, they're probably going to have a new coach next year. Yeah, um, new head, new head, new quarterback most likely in the draft. So most could be Trevor Lawrence of Clemson. That's what True. the rumor is. So if they're first overall, most likely will be. So, yeah. and right now they would be. All right, next game is a really good one. Green Bay at Indianapolis. That was one of our nominees that we talked about for our game of the week mm-hmm. and, um, before we settled on the Rams and Tampa Bay. But um, Green Bay Indianapolis. That. This is another one of those games. The Colts are favored by one and a half at home. Mm-hmm. They say home field is worth three points just by itself. So you take yeah. that and you go backwards. So that tells me on a neutral field, the Packers will be about a point and a half favorite. Mm-hmm. The Colts are playing the really sound football. That's true. They won at Tennessee last week, thirty-four seventeen on the road. And, um, the the Colts run the ball. Phillip Rivers is efficient. Their defense is one of the as as good as it gets in the league. Um, linebacker Darius Leonard is is just really all over the place. The Colts, they are playing really well. But Green Bay, other than a couple hiccups, one of them was at Tampa Bay where they just got absolutely run off the field, thirty-eight to ten. Um, but other than that, they have played really well. They're seven and two. Yeah. Oh, on the road, I've got to. No. I think Green. I'll tell you this. I think Green Bay is a better team no, than Indianapolis. No. No. So then that tells me where. How much do you value home field? Yeah. Is it worth that much at this time? I don't know that it is. Um, so I, gosh, what do you think? I'm on I the fence. Mean, this is about two or three games this week. Two or three, and, and one of them is going to be our game of the week. But yeah. two or three games this week that I'm kind of on the fence on. I but, honestly uh, think I'm going to go with Indianapolis. I really do. Do I think I'm going to go with the Colts because, like you said, they're very sound team they're a very established team not that green bay isn't sorry i have the hiccups right now um but i don't know i feel like just they have their stuff together and if they can hold their ground especially on their home field which everybody usually tries to play better with the home field advantage so from my basic knowledge and how i know that i would feel with someone coming into my home court and it being a, a really close or a really even matchup, you know, I think I'm going to go with Indianapolis. I mean, this is one of those games I'm on the fence on. I think Green Bay's a better team. It, it depends on how well the Colts' defense, all the time of defense that will give Aaron Rodgers problems, especially if they can get pressure on him. Tampa Bay got a lot of pressure on Aaron Rodgers, and it kind of unraveled. Green Bay actually took a lead in that game early. And Tampa Bay just rolling from that point, 38 yeah. to 10. Um, if Aaron Rodgers has time to sit in the pocket and throw, I think he, I think he's able to have success, with, especially with Devontae Adams, uh, one of the top receivers in the league. I, on this one, I'm gonna go with you. I'm gonna go Indianapolis too. Well, Indianapolis, I do think their defense is gonna give the Packers yeah. problems. I do. I think it's a type of defense similar to Tampa Bay's that gave them a lot of trouble. Yeah, and. I don't know. Like, I just feel like if they can fi- figure out the same thing and literally just keep constantly putting pressure on Aaron Rodgers, I think that, that it's going to be – No, I don't think it's going to be a blowout by any means possible. No, I expect it to be a, a good game. It was yeah. one of our three games we talked about us for our game of the week. Um, but it, it's, it's, it's going to be a good one, I, I think. And, and, again, if Aaron Rodgers has time to throw, I think he has success. I think yeah. the Tigers win. But against he's a great he passer. He, yeah. He's – 
he's a great thrower. Tampa Bay's defense gave Rodgers a lot of problems. Um, I think Indianapolis's defense ha- finds a way to get to him, uh, kind of get get things off rhythm a little bit, mm-hmm. off balance. And I think the Colts, uh, with that, will win a game somewhere in the neighborhood of 24-21, something in that nature. Yeah. Just do some pressure defense. That's yeah. usually every team, though. If you can pressure the quarterback, yeah, you're usually good. If he's, but not every team has the personnel to do it. That's so true. I think that's what. That's I think very that's true. That's the difference. Yeah, yeah, that's the difference. I think the Colts do. All right, the game for me, Dallas at Minnesota. Mm. I'm a little more optimistic than Dallas. Than I have been in about two or three weeks. I'll say this, mm-hmm. and I know I picked the Cowboys a lot this year. They they've won a couple games, but the other games they I, I didn't feel as confident in. But. Um, we didn't get to do our podcast two weeks ago, but no. if I did do it, I was going to pick against Dallas. I was going to pick Pittsburgh that day, just so you know. Really? I was in that Dallas out. almost that won was, that game. I, that was a very close game. And if I had, we had picked, and I'd picked Pittsburgh and Dallas, and one I would have probably felt bad. Yeah. Um, they they really are getting their defense really is getting it together. Yeah. They're playing much better. Andy Dalton back with other weapons. Um, the Cowboys' offense should move the ball much better. So the Vikings are playing well too. Uh, so it's a big game for both teams. Dallas is again, um, believe it or not, I, they're only a game and a half out of the East. Uh, and I think the Eagles. We both picked them to lose this week. So if the Eagles were to lose and the Cowboys were to win, they're within half a game of first place in the East, um, which means you host a playoff game if you, if you win the division, regardless of record. So it's a big game for Dallas, actually. Believe it or not, I know some people's thinking they need to just tank and get a high draft pick. I'm just not. Well, I just can't wrap my head around that. I don't like that. Strategy I like to win as many games as you can, especially if you actually get in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, not as much hard overhead as it has been in the past. Not as much. Not near as much. Mm-hmm. But a little bit hard overhead, I'm going to pick Dallas to get it down to Minnesota. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I think they're much better than what they were three weeks ago. And I would agree with that, but I think I'm going to go with Minnesota. Minnesota has been just doing rather well throughout the whole entire season. They've been kind of – off and on, but you know what? I think that they have some really good defense, and Andy Dalton's just now coming back, and I feel like he's going to do great, but at the same time, I'm a little nervous just because... <gasps> Dang it, I have the hiccups still. Oh, they won't go away. But, I don't know, I just feel like Andy Dalton will get the job done, but this is he is just coming back, you know, from concussion protocol, yeah, which sometimes is scary. Back. Yeah. yeah. And... and I don't know. I mean, I've had a few concussions in my lifetime, and it's been kind of scary to get back out on the court. It's amazing to get back out on the court, but it can be sometimes scary because you're like, I don't know. Um, and especially for football. Whew. Yeah, he had that, and he also had COVID as well um, yeah. while he was out. Uh, so he yeah. was probably just put on the COVID-19 restrictive list. Uh, he said he had some symptoms. He's doing obviously better fine out of play. But, yeah, you're right. He's first yeah. game back uh, in a few weeks, uh, getting back on the field. Uh, Minnesota's playing really well. Yeah. Which is why I say it's kind of hard overhead for me a little bit, not as much as it has been before. <laughs> but uh, because Minnesota's won three straight, they've won at Green Bay, they've won at, uh, at Chicago last week. They beat the Lions by fourteen the week before. Mm-hmm. They were one and five. They start out one and five. Yeah. Um, and and then they now won three straight. But Minnesota at home, they're a seven point favorite. That's probably about right in line with what it should be. But I just think this Dallas offense is really, really good if they can get good quarterback play. They did last week. Not last week, they had a bye, but the week before yeah. against Pittsburgh. Garrett Gilbert played really well. They led yeah. Pittsburgh most of the way and only lost 24-19. Had a throw from the 20-yard line to win it. So I think if they if their defense continues to progress, Andy Dalton is effective. I think they got a chance to win. We'll see if that happens. Uh, that's probably a game probably needs to be split, though. Mm-hmm. I, I think Minnesota is certainly favored. But 
Cowboys, they got a shot. We'll see. This, to me, is their final stand, though, as far as being a competitive team. If they're going to have any any kind of hope of postseason, even in the East, any type of postseason, hope to me they need to win this game um, to, to kind of get back on track because mm-hmm. they've lost four straight, and I don't think they can, with any Dalton back, I think this is their, their chance to really show yeah. that they can be, I don't want to say postseason team because they're two and seven. That sound right, but in the East they they could be. I mean that's just the reality of it. So if they're going to ever get back on track, this week needs to be the week to do it. But yes, we'll see if it happens. All right, another good game, Chiefs and Raiders. We thought about that being our game of the week. In fact, we almost decided on that one as our game of the week to start with, uh, until we found out the Raiders had placed eight defensive players on the COVID nineteen restricted yeah. list. Uh, is that okay? You know, it's Maybe a tough not. road against Kansas City anyway. Um, but with that happening, Kansas City is an eight point favorite. The intrigue for me though, the Chiefs come in eight and one. The Raiders six and three. Big AFC West battle. The Raiders handed the Chiefs their only loss to start the year in Kansas City. Yeah. Only loss of the year was to the Raiders in Kansas City. Um, if the Raiders were to win this game, they would only be a game out of the AFC West lead and have the tiebreaker over Kansas City because they would have swept the season series. Mm-hmm. So the Raiders, a lot's riding on this. I'm going Kansas City, though. I mean, I don't think the Raiders are going to be able to stop them. But if the Raiders were to pull the upset, it's the AFC West, believe it or not, is really up for grabs. If the Chiefs win this, it, it's be a three-game cushion and pretty well put a lock on it. But yeah. I just feel like with eight defensive players out, yeah, that's and hard. That's and tough. we'll see if they're back. I mean, sometimes with the NFL's guidelines, they can come back and play. Yeah. Um, we saw it with Ben Roethlisberger a week ago. Yeah. He was on the restricted list and actually got cleared to play. Mm-hmm. But it's a it's it's tough sledding anyway, and we know a lot of them's not practicing. So we'll see how many is cleared to play. They may not be any cleared to play. It may yeah. all of them be cleared to play as far as we know. But it's it's tough anyway playing against Kansas yeah, City. That, and that's still a toss up in the air. And Kansas yeah. City, I think, will come back and get it done. I don't yeah. think they're going to want to lose to these people, th- this team again. You know. Yeah. So I'm going Kansas City. Yeah. But still interesting. Watch the Bears were to pull the upset. Oh yeah. You know we're already we're kind of Lafayette's booking the Chiefs as a Super Bowl favorite, but and they're still certainly a, a playoff team. But the Raiders actually be in con- in contention to win the division. Yeah. But if the, the Chiefs win, pretty well puts a cap on it. So, all right, now to our. Talking with friends, game of the week, Monday Night Football, Rams at Tampa Bay. No. Tampa Bay, a four-point favorite. We put it on our poll um, yesterday, who's going to win. Tampa Bay got both of the vote, both of the votes. Really? A little bit closer on Instagram. It was 57% to 43% Tampa Bay on Twitter. I believe it was 67-33. Okay. So um, my mom actually texted me yesterday who she should vote for. Because, <laughs> and I told her, I said, I'm leaning. I told her, I said, I'm leaning toward the Rams. I said, but if you want to hear my final pick, tune in live on Friday yeah. at 1 o'clock. And, you know, she listens anyway. But, you know, even my mom, we give it a little extra incentive to listen. So yeah. we've got to have a little bit of a teaser there. But they I just said, give you everything. No, good. right, right. And I said, I'm leaning toward the Rams. And you can really break this down either way. And, and it's the way it should be. It, Tampa Bay has been they have, they have been they have played to where I think they're the best team in the NFC. Mm-hmm. I do. I, they've had games especially against Green Bay. I watched the game win 38-10 to 10 there. Yeah. Um, they look like when they are clicking on both sides of the ball they could be the best team in the conference and go to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But then there's games like you saw they barely squeaked by the Giants the next week on Monday Night Football. They got pounded by the Saints at home. Yeah. 38-3. I mean yeah, they've shown tough. a lot of – they've been kind of, you know, Jekyll and Hyde a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rams just – the Rams and the AFC West are 6-3, and three, and they seem to be kind of a team that's somehow flying under the radar a little bit. Yeah. They 
in the NFC West, you talk about Seattle, you talk about Russell Wilson and his MVP candidacy. Uh, again, they won last night. You talk about the Arizona Cardinals, kind of the young upstart with Kyler Murray coming in, and you don't talk a lot about the Rams. You don't. They you don't. They missed the playoffs last year with the Super Bowl just a couple years ago. Yeah. But they don't talk a lot about the Rams, and they still have a really good defense. They beat Seattle last week by ten. I. I just think they're – I don't. I think we're sleeping on the Rams a little bit. And yeah. their defensive front with Aaron Donald is, is massively good. Their cornerback, Jalen Ramsey, pretty well shut down DK Metcalf, one of the toughest receiving matchups in the league. Jalen Ramsey. Um, I actually so, beat Melissa. I see <laughs> that. I that. We'll talk about that in a minute because I, I followed it. I followed, I'll, talk, I'll talk to you about that in a you minute. You followed mine? I followed a little bit. Yeah, ah. I texted you about it last yeah, week. Yeah, you did. So I, I'll tell you a little bit about how it unfolded. I did have but, my first um, loss last week in my other league, and I was not happy about it. So, again, but the Rams, they are – and then now offensively still have Todd Gurley, but they still have Jared Goff, a quarterback, who's having a pretty steady season. Not a flashy season, but pretty steady. Um, weapons are still there. Robert Woods, Cooper Cup. They're running back by committee. Malcolm Akers, you know, or Cam Akers, Malcolm Brown. It, were, it seems to work – you still have Sean McVay calling the plays. I, they seem to be resembling a little bit closer to the Super Bowl team from two years ago. So, I'm this is a hard one to pick because again, the Tampa Bay team that I've watched multiple times beat Green Bay, look like the best team in the NFC. They could show up Monday night and win. Yeah, very easily could. But the Rams to me are a little bit steadier all year long. They looked really good last week against Seattle, winning a big one there. I'm going to pick the Rams to win this one. And it's a little bit of a minor upset. I don't know if there's a big upset in this game, but it's a minor upset. But from what I've seen, the Rams are a little bit steadier. So I'm going to go with the Rams. I honestly think I'm still going to go with Tampa Bay. Just because, like like you said, like, yeah, they're still a little bit rocky at times because one minute they're going to be playing really hard and then another minute they're eh, it gets way too close where they lose. Well, if they're and their best effort, their A effort is, is as good as they yes. is. There's A effort. It, it really is. Yeah, so I still think I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. But either route you go, I think it's just overall going to be good, you know? Like it's, it should be a good game. Yeah. Yeah, should be a good game. Hopefully it's a, hopefully it's a good game. But Tampa Bay's A effort. When they are playing their best, they can be in the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. I mean, they can be in the Super Bowl when they're playing their best. Well, I've seen it. And I and I think I was – when I first when we first picked this, I was going to pick Tampa Bay. But the more I watch – the more I think about the Rams and how steady they've looked, I just think their defense gives Brady a lot of problems up front, much in the way the Saints did with Aaron Donald and, and Jen Ramsey at, at cornerback. I think – and I think the Rams moved the ball offensively. And I think it – I think it's kind of a – I don't think it's going to be a real high-scoring game, but I think it's probably going to be the mold of uh, 27-24, some something in the 20s, I think, uh, would probably be likely on that. But I just got a good tight end. I'm going to go with the Rams on that. Are you really doing that? I did. You know what? I did it. I wanted to because I'm like, you know what? You're doing that in your other league, though, right? Yes, this is my other league. In our course. league, I got him. You did? You, we are faking oh. alike. We are faking alike on this. You really went Taysom Hill, your tight end. Yes, I did. Well, my other. He's starting quarterback, though. So the question is, though, here's the question. Here's what you want to keep an eye on, though. Here's some fancy football tips, everybody. Right now in our league, Taysom Hill, and, and you're both our leagues, ESPN. That's both mm-hmm. of my leagues are, too. So, um, 
ESPN Fantasy Football League takes him as listed as a tight end and a quarterback. Yes. So you can play him either or. If you play him at tight end, is and this is a question people ask today, and I've not got clarification on this, so keep an eye on how they list him. I will. If he, if you play him at tight end, do you get all of his passing stats at tight end? You just have your quarterback going, and at tight end, look at the numbers he had put up at tight end. If he's your starting tight end. Look at how mm. look at those numbers he had put up. Yeah, he could put up quarterback like numbers like your tiny. You got to start. Him I like know. That. That's why I'm like, man. Okay, yeah, he's he's man. Follow it though. Follow the list. I will still continue to follow, but at I the same time, I got him in our league. So I'm like, uh, hey, you know what? You can't go wrong because I mean, I think either way, he's going to get points for me. So yeah, but yeah, but you want to make sure he's he won't be the start at tight end if he's listed as just a quarterback. I know. And at quarterback, I don't know if he's going to put up the big numbers. You got Justin Herbert, looks like. Yeah. See, I got Justin Herbert in our league. He's big time quarterback. Yeah. So I don't know if you want to start taking him at quarterback, but you might, but. Be risky. But at tight end, if you can start at quarterback at tight end, think of the numbers he could put up in that spot for you. I'm keeping I an know. eye on that. Keep an eye if he still has his tight end on Sunday. No. I'm still going to keep an eye out for it because my other one is um, Dallas Godert. And he's not horrible. I mean, he's projected 6.3, which I know you can't always go off projections. But yeah. he's he's still he's still a fairly decent one. Yep, yep. And Dallas Godert, I mean, I've got him in one. I think I've got him in my other league. Yes, I got him in my NAI SID league. That's what I got mm-hmm. him as. I'm uh, sorry, but a lot of tight ends, it's been tough in my other league because not a lot of people are following with it on my volleyball league. And so it's hard whenever people don't drop or add or trade or anything yeah. like that. Or if yeah. they want to trade with you, they're trading you crappy players. So I'm like, yeah. I don't want those people. I'm not that dumb. Come on. But I don't know right now. So yeah, so keep it on. That's a smart. That's a snaz. That's a very snazzy move. Though. I've done that in our league. I got it this morning when I said it, it's worth a flyer because yeah. I had a guy I could drop anyway. So it wasn't like I'm risking a lot. Yeah. And my tight end in our league is pretty much an empty spot. Seems like it's, yeah. it's a weak spot. So I thought, hey, it can't hurt to, to get him and see if we, we can actually. Pretty do much. That. That's honestly what. It'd be our life though. We start him in our league, and then they come back at the game. Oh, you actually taste him as not a tight end. He's not gonna get those points. So. Yeah. So. <laughs> but check the designation as with the weekend progresses. <coughs> check the designation and see. Um, oh man, I'm playing against Scott's team this time, so I yeah. gotta figure out how I'm gonna beat Scott's team. <laughs> how I'm gonna do that? I don't know right now. Anyways, I'll come back to this game. anyways. I got uh, a big game in our league, too. I'm 5-5 five and five in both of my leagues. I think I'm a game out of the playoffs in both. So, uh, I need to win. Actually, it was Peyton that beat me this last week. Really? Yeah, he beat me for the second time this year. Um, I'm 5-5. Five and five. I'm 0-2 oh against Peyton, 5-3 and three against everybody else. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, his defense scored just enough uh, Monday night to beat me. So I come back and look like I was going to win. I come all the way back. I was down big early. Yeah. You won. I and did. I noticed. Win. No, I noticed because um, we were te- you texted me something that made me think about fancy football. So, I think I did a last minute change. And I texted you because you had a guy that was out. Yes. He was not playing. David Montgomery he was out. So I I looked at it and it was pure and it accident. Was, I and I texted you in time, but by the time you got my text, it was too late to change it. Yeah. But then I also said, well, luckily for you. Melissa also has a player that's out here. She was on a bye yeah. that she didn't take out. So uh, you got Adam Thielen going that night. And she had, uh, I forget who she had going, but Adam Thielen outscored him by enough to where 
uh, you won I think by seven points or something. So yeah, you come back, it you was won very close. You pro you were projected I, to lose going into that night. So oh yeah. You were projected to lose, and you come back and won. You know what? It's always best. Alan Robinson. It, it, it was receivers. You had Adam Phelan, and she had Alan Robinson the third. Yeah. I believe she had Alan Robinson, and and she come back, and you wound up winning. Yeah, I did. So I said, lucky for you, she also has someone out, so maybe it'll work out for you. So, <laughs> so you figured out a way to win it. So. I did. I figured it out. But how I did it, I don't know. Don't don't ask because I really have no idea. Well, I'm playing Matthew this week. So for me, it's just an, on, it's just an ongoing season-long rivalry with it. And our I'm house playing at, Scott this week. Yep, yep. I don't know how I've liked that. ESPN just knew what they were doing. They grouped all of us Converse boys in the same division uh, with Melissa. All of us, me and Matthew, Luke, and Peyton, is all four in the same division. Nice. So, yeah, how much fun has that nice. been? All of it, yeah, ESPN knew what they were doing. They put all of us in the same division. So, Man, I need a new wide receiver. You want to trade me a wide receiver? Well, look at it and see. I'm always open for business. I, I told Matthew he tried to trade me last night. Um, he was going to trade me Russell Wilson. For um, Mike Davis and somebody else, and the thing well, I is, I have Jacoby to have Mike Davis. I have to have Mike Davis this week because McCaffrey's out, so he's going to play this week. Mm -hmm. And I don't—he's going to start. I don't have another running back to put in. Um, and the thing is, I don't really need a quarterback, but because yeah. Justin Herbert's playing so well at quarterback. But I said, hey, I'm always open for business, so I'll tell you the same thing I told everybody, tell him and everybody else. You propose me a trade, I'll look at it. No. I mean, I just got I just got um, I'll take Jacoby Myers as my wide receiver because one of my other wide receivers he's he has really not been playing at all anyway. So I'm like, you know what? I don't even want to. So I just got rid of him and yeah, we're having some fun now. I gotta look at my defenses really quick. Yep. I'll, I'm always I never I always pick up the phone when somebody wants to trade. I know. I don't always accept it. I I rejected Luke's trade this morning actually. Really. Um, he tried to trade. He wanted Kamara and, and Travis Fulgham, and I believe it was Brandon Ayuk for the 49ers, uh, mm -hmm. and um, a couple other guys. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster was one of them. And I rejected because I, I really can't trade Kamara. No. Yeah. Can't trade Kamara. So. No. Oh, man. Fun times. But anyways, yeah. anything else you want to talk about? Oh, uh, what else? You got anything else? No, no I really don't. <laughs> All right. Well, we we always talk about random stuff, but as you found out, we'll always have something random throughout the show. So it's not limited it's to that true. one segment. It's very. It's true. always uh, we. It's not limited to that one segment. We always have it. So no, we always do it. Yep. So always keep looking out for our random. Yep. Yep. All right. You want to take over your devotion now? No. I shall take over. All right. Let's devotion do it. Now. Let's do it. Okay, so let's talk about some Jesus right here, right now. So this is our weekly devotional. Like always, I get all of my devotionals from Big Life Podcast. Absolutely amazing podcast. If you ever get a chance to listen to it, go. I would uh, recommend that you go listen to it. And this week's title, I didn't really like the title of today's thing, so I'm just not going to really give the title because to me it almost sends a mixed message. It's like, which, which one are you? But you'll understand here in a little bit why that was a little bit confusing. Um, well, ish. I mean, it kind of makes sense. But anyways, so which one are you is today's uh, title or theme for our devotion. So 
I want you guys to picture walking into an art gallery. Are you that kind of person that likes to walk into an art gallery and look at all the paintings and art that is for sale and probably costs way more than your car note or even your house note? You know? So, me personally, I don't, but there are people out there like that. And I don't remember the guy that she was talking about uh, or gave the example with, but he had he'd walked into an art gallery and he just was walking around and he saw this painting. It was called the, uh, I want to say Master Puppeteer, and it was an oil painting of an old guy sitting around with his family and controlling a puppet. Uh, so or a marionette and uh, he that's that was the painting it turns out this was an artist an 80 year old european artist who was going blind this was his original piece that he had bought he saved up it for like almost a whole entire year if not over a year and he ended up purchasing this painting the master puppeteer because it was just so beautiful, so original, and the thought of it being created by a blind man or a man that was going blind was absolutely fascinating to him. So when he went to go pick it up, he had, and it was an original, you know? So like he was thinking this is the only one of its kind because I mean, how can he make another one of these, right? Well, when he got to the place to go and get the painting, there were two paintings sitting there for him. Exactly the same painting. And he was like, how is this possible? I bought the original one. Why, why is there another one? I thought this was a one-of-a-kind only thing. Well, the art gallery had explained to him that, oh, whenever you buy an original one, we also give you a copy of it so that you can display the copy and keep the original one locked away in a safe for safekeeping and to make sure that it never gets damaged, touched, or anything but the one, but the copy, it's okay because that's not the original, right? But why on earth do we want to do that? We spend so much money for this piece of art and just masterpiece and we lock it away. Why are we locking it away? Why are, why, if I spend that much money on something, I'm sorry, but I'm going to display it because it's amazing to me and it spoke to me and it was something that I enjoy and I want to see the original one, not, and I want to tell people, no, this is the original one, not a copy of the original one that I have to keep away somewhere else. Well, we can actually devote that into our own lives. Have you ever done that with yourself? Have you ever thought, no, I'm going to put up a front today and keep my real self inside? We hide our original selves, the, like our original self, the real self of us, and we display this fake version of ourselves to protect the real us. No one wants to get hurt. No one wants there to be damage. No one wants all of these negative things to happen if they express them, their true selves. So they put up a front. <clears throat> and 
they hide it. But in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, it says, You are God's masterpiece. You are a work of art that God has created. The real and original version of ourselves is who God created us to be. He makes all things beautiful. That's actually another verse as well, but I forgot to write down what verse. But anyways, he makes all things beautiful. Right, and yeah. we should display that. We need to display our true selves to the world. Because you are a masterpiece. I understand that it is hard because we want to put up this fake version. We want to put up the more popular version. We want to put up the version that society wants to help protect us from those outside of us. We want to protect ourselves not only from us but from those around us that can hurt us and harm us, whether it's a friend, family member, whatever. You have to stay true to you. I get it. It is hard. Trust me. I've done it multiple times in my life. And I know so many people do that in their lives. If not already do that in their lives. But I'm telling you. You are a masterpiece. Do not hide behind fake characteristics. And don't tuck away the ma God's masterpiece. Showcase it to the world. Because, in all honesty, if we can showcase the original you, we can, pro we can be unstoppable, guys. You showing us the real you, the true you, you can be unstoppable. Because no one is going to put you down. No one is going to make you feel hurt. Because you do not have this front. You are proud of who you are. Because God made you that way. You are so loved and beautifully made by the greatest artist ever. So showcase your real self and showcase the masterpiece that you are. Because God is a wonderful master painter or artist. And he created you and made you so beautifully made. And he made you for a purpose and for a reason. And you have to showcase that. You must feel it inside. Don't hide away how you really feel inside. Don't hide away the real self. Don't hide away because somebody says, oh, that's weird, or that's not okay, or no, we don't want you around because you're not like us. That's okay. Because in all honesty, you don't want to be like them. No one is the same, and that's okay. Be yourself. Be true to you. And be true to God. Because God has just wonderfully made you. You are so wonderfully and beautifully made. And you can't be made by any other artist like God. You cannot be portrayed by any other artist that God can do. He does amazing and just wonderful things. So you truly are made by the greatest artist you could ever know. And we need to showcase that. We need to be okay with our real self. 
We need to understand that God made us this way. And it is beautiful and it is great. So showcase the masterful self and the masterpiece you are because you truly are a masterpiece. And never, ever forget that, guys. You really are. And that's kind of... Very good. That's it. A couple things. Yeah, um, yeah. The verse you're talking about is Psalms 139, 14. Um, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. You know, there's a time in my life, too, and I, and I think we're all this way even still yet to this day for me and you, and I think we're all this way. Sometimes we feel a little bit inferior with how we are, whether it's our physical, mental, emotional, whatever characters that we have. We sometimes feel a little bit I'm like, we're just not quite right. To, mm-hmm. But then you read that verse one time. My life has done the same thing. Yep. Um, you think of that verse, it comes to me, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. So you're there. It's a, There's a reason why you are who you are. Yeah. So you don't have to apologize for anything. You don't have to feel bad or ashamed. This is who you are for a reason. So don't feel bad about it. This yep. is exactly who you are. And another thing, too, that kind of comes to my mind when you're talking about that is, um, you know, the old saying, you know, if, if a tree falls in the forest and no one's around, does it make a sound? Yeah. And I think it's one of those things to where, when you really think about it, of course it makes a sound. Yeah. There's just no one here to feel. There's just no one there to feel the impact of it yeah. or to hear it. It's kind of that way when you're when someone hides who they really are, as you were saying. If if we keep what, who we really are in Christ and bottled up, and we don't show it. Is it really there? Yeah. Well, of course it's there. But yet, it's not making an impact, so it might as well not be there. Yeah. It has no impact. It has no value whatsoever. Exactly. If we keep it bottled in. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's still there, but yet it might as well not be there because no one's feeling it. You know, no one's any better off for it. No one knows it's there. Mm-hmm. No one knows who you really are, so it's not It's not doing anything. Yep. That's not what we're called to do. It's not what we're supposed to do. So. Don't lock away your true feelings. That's always my kind of thing that I like to live by and that's why I usually like I I have the moment where like I mean I express how I feel about somebody cut like truthfully and honestly like I mean and my face says a thousand words so if I don't actually speak it my face says a thousand words but that's just who I am that's how I am and in all honesty I'm very much a weirdo Mr. Levi can testify to that. Um, Once in a while, we all are. You are, yes, that's true. Once in a while, but I think we all are. That's good. That's the good part, yeah. I'm like the oddball in my family, but in a good way. In a good way, I'm very sane, don't worry, but I am very much an oddball in my family. I'm very, very, very weird. I'm the only Star Wars nerd in my family. We're all huge Disney nerds, you know? Like, I'm very much much in tune with Christ and Jesus. I mean, not that my family isn't, because we were, we grew up in a church um but i feel like my journey here at friends has increased that more than what my family has the opportunity to increase that with if that makes any sense not say that i'm better by than my family by any means because i'm not i'm i'm still nowhere near in tune no, with I know where i saying, need though. to you be grow, you've grown from your in your yeah. faith since yeah since you've been here i can say that yeah. since you know you've been with me yeah and it makes me proud of who i am and it makes me want to express that even more which is why i'm so glad that we are getting to do devotionals and different things like that, even on here, because you need to express your true self. And this is a part of who I am. It's a part of who you are. And I'm sure yep. it's a part of a lot of our listeners as well. Like yep. People enjoy listening to just anything that has God and just getting his word out there and just the little things in life, even if it's not full-on scripture all the time. 
getting his name out there and getting his praise out there. That's all that we can can do. And I mean, that's part of my life. And so I like to express that. But you shouldn't be scared to hide it away. No one should be scared to hide their weirdness. No yeah. one should be scared yeah. to not be emotional. It's okay to be emotional, guys. It's not something that we should fear and that we're going to feel less than if we do show our emotions because that's not true. Yeah. It's definitely not true. Even guys, show your emotions. It's okay. Like, we're not going to judge you for it, you know? I mean, I understand a lot of guys still don't like to, but you know, like, it's okay to show emotion. It's okay to show that you are struggling with something. It does not make you inferior. It does not make you feel less than it should not make you feel less than it should not make you feel worthless because you're not worthless you mean so much to so many people even if you haven't even met these people yet you mean so much to people and showcase the beauty that is inside you showcase that and show that and express that to the world because somebody else probably needs to hear that exact same thing that you are wanting to say that's right that's right and that may be waiting on someone like us to say it. So, yeah. Uh, very good. Very well, good. You. Very good, Morgan. Very good devotion. Oh. Thank you. One of my favorites. So, so <laughs> I say that every week. So You say that every week. Yeah, so just get used to it. <laughs> get used to it. All right. Well, it. So, oh, today's show was good. It was fun. No. This was good. Thanksgiving coming around the corner. I hope everybody has a very happy Thanksgiving. Safe travels, everybody. Yes. Be sure to be safe. Yep. And if everyone's been following along, we've been praying for a baby boy named Bennett. Uh, mm-hmm. The news keeps getting better with him. Yes, he was I mean, playing he basketball the other day. Playing basketball, hooping it up. Yeah. Um, he continues to progress, so continue praying for him. But um, God's definitely given him a healing touch, and it's just going to continue on, I believe, and he's going to have a really good testimony uh, um, throughout his life. So it's going to mm-hmm. been through a lot at a young age, but it's going to pay off big um, down the road, I believe, yes. for God's kingdom. I do believe that. So. I appreciate the prayers for him. Um, it's your turn to pray, Morgan. Do you have anything else turn. you're going to pray about? or? Um, I mainly want to pray not only just for Bennett and his health, but for everybody in their health as yep. well. Yep. Uh, just safe travels. I kn- we're probably going to pray for that again next week, especially since next week will be Thanksgiving. But yep. Yep. definitely still... Especially for those that are leaving earlier for Thanksgiving, a lot of college students are leaving mm-hmm. earlier. Um hoping and praying they get through finals we'll just we'll just go through it all really quick yeah. so there we go all right ready? well you're i'm ready go ahead okay. dear lord thank you for this absolute wonderful day this absolute wonderful podcast and just mine and mr Le- mr levi's uh, really good friendship as well i greatly appreciate that every single day of my life and uh, please continue to bless each and every single one of us uh, in our day-to-day lives. We greatly appreciate you in that, and we give thanks to you, especially as Thanksgiving's coming around, and all the blessings that you give to each and every single one of us. I pray for health for those that are suffering right at this moment, and for those that are not even suffering right now, but could be suffering soon, and we don't know that, and you're the only one that does know that, but I pray for good health for everyone right now and please keep your hands on Bennett and his family and please continue to heal them and make sure that they are staying strong and that he continues to grow stronger and stronger in his faith stronger in physical mental whole nine yards just continue to please bless that little baby boy as much as you possibly can and to help heal him 
Um, I also pray for all those that are taking finals really soon and that everybody just has safe travels as they're traveling home or away for Thanksgiving and that we can just all come together and give you thanks and just continue to thank you for blessings and that you continue to give us blessings every single day. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So thanks everybody for listening. Again, we're in the works talk uh, about a podcast next week a special thanksgiving one we'll keep you informed of the details once we get that finalized but anyway hope you have a great weekend and we will talk to you soon bye